The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Would you like to live in the space of infinite possibilities? Is now the time to access your magic? Welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with Glenice Hughes. Join us for the next hour as we bring you the tools, techniques, and tips for you to change the impossible in your life to the possible. Now, here's your host, Glenice Hughes. Welcome, everybody. I'm so thrilled to be on air with uh, Chris Hassel. He is not only an amazing man, he's one of my most favorite people in the world, and I'm excited that uh, we get to share this hour with you guys to just talk about how to stop thinking you suck. (laughs) So, Chris, welcome to the show. Thank you, Glenise. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so grateful to be here, and I'm super excited. So... Yay, awesome. Well, I'm going to read your bio just in case people haven't went to the webpage and checked it out. So Chris is a successful entrepreneur with multiple businesses, along with 20 years in real estate with Century 21, where he reached top 100 salespeople three times in Canada and is believed to be the youngest ever to be elected into the Century 21 Hall of Fame. So anybody that was on Facebook and saw his picture, it's not oil of Olay, it's not Photoshop, he really is very young. In his passion to assist others to win, he studied under the likes of Anthony Robbins, Bob Proctor, John Burley, and many others. This fall, he'll be announcing his new, newest venture that will target corporations and corporate sales teams to move past their self-judgments and soar. Chris lives in Lloydminster with his beautiful wife, Bobby Lynn, of 16 years, and their three children, Bryce, Brett, and Reese. So thanks again for coming on, Chris. And I know we've talked about this subject so many times, just personally, one-to-one, and really thought it was time to bring it out to the world to say, hey, let's let's talk about it, let's get it on the table, and let's stop the crazy. Well, you know what, that's, that's you really, we had some laughs when we come up with this title, didn't we? I mean, uh, <laughs> and we wanted to be catchy and we wanted to be fun, and it's just like, you know what? We have too many people walking around this beautiful planet right now, just in constant judgment, and it's just crazy, you know. And you're right, myself, yourself, at times have been victim of that. And if there's something we can uh, talk about today and have some fun and give some people a couple tools to maybe shed some awareness on that, that you know what? I just love doing stuff like this. So awesome, yeah. And anybody who didn't know or hasn't been on, please find uh, Chris and I's newest YouTube channel called Chris and Glennies. Live and uncentered. We did a little welcome video there earlier this week and we had a lot of fun and that's really kind of what we want to do is just talk about different things that maybe people don't want to talk about or people don't know who to talk to about and just bring them to the light because really, I mean, it's silly to walk around thinking that we suck yet. I don't know about you, Chris, but I've done it since, well, the day I was born. (laughs) And that's the funny part is we come in, you know, we, we enter this world and it's like, all right, we're come in, we're blank slate, we're ready to go, and we learn all these things. We learn how to 
judge and we learn how to beat ourselves up and we learn how to tell ourselves that we're not as good as everybody else. It's just like, it's time to stop. It's just time to stop. So yeah. it really is. So I have, I have a really important question to ask you. Absolutely. You know, th- this is a radio show and we should be really form and structure here. <laughs> so, so Chris, when was the first time you felt you sucked? <laughs> oh, I probably was laying in the crib somewhere going, oh, I should have messed my diaper or something like that, I guess. It's like, man, am I such a screw-up? I'm laying here and I just crapped in my diaper all over myself. Man, I should have known better, and why did I do that? Like, I mean, the kid, you know, the kid next door doesn't do stuff like that. Why should I do that? You know, so I guess it started very, very young, Lenny, so tell you what, and uh, <laughs> we just kept rolling on from there, so there you go. You just kept crapping your diaper, did you, Chris? Absolutely. It was just... <laughs> Full of poo from the get-go, tell you what. Yeah. You know, and as, as funny as that is, that's really the craziness that we choose now. I mean, I know myself. I was driving home last night, and I had some stuff at the, the center of possibilities that I'm creating. And I was in, like, you know, I was literally judging myself for the pile of poo that I was, you know, that I'd missed my diaper. And I was driving, and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> That, like, what am I choosing this for when there's so many other thoughts I can choose? I'm sitting there focusing on something that really isn't even about me, really has nothing to do with me sucking or not sucking. Like, what are your thoughts, Chris, on, on why we choose to go to that space? Well, you know, I, I think, number one, it just happens sheer out of habit. You know, it, it's people just walk around day to day and, and you know, it starts, we get up in the morning, we get out of bed, we walk up to the mirror, and then the litany of judgments begins. You know, I've got too much here, not enough here. These are too big. These are too small. This doesn't hang low enough. This doesn't sit up in the right spot. And it just starts from the, from the minute we get out of bed. And that's the tough part is we can be, you know, as people, we always seem to go out in the world to, to ascertain external recognition day in, day out. But it's that internal recognition, that internal talk that just doesn't ever shut off. And that's, that's the troubling part is because we, uh, if we don't seek awareness to stop that and to choose differently and take our power back and to choose what that next thing will be, we're just basically stuck in a rut of somebody else's judgments or our own judgments are basically just playing us and playing us every single day. And that's, the, that's where we want us to maybe today is shed some light and really stop the insanity and say this doesn't have to be. There is a better way. It will take a bit of work, maybe some conscious effort, but you know what? There's such big gains on the other side. Like, to me, the other side is freedom. And, uh, you know, that, that's the big thing for me. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. Because it, it really is, like you say, it's a choice. We can choose to, you know, be upset with ourselves because we soiled our diaper, or we can just choose to take the diaper off, you know, and really look at it. And I know one of the, the greatest tools that I ever got from Access Consciousness is the question of who does that belong to? Because we are just these amazing energy beings that pick up on everybody's stuff. Like, that's just what we do. And so we go to the mirror and we look in the mirror. We have, you know, that litany of judgment. And really, if we just stood there and said, wow, who does that belong to? And then return to sender with consciousness so that it goes back to whoever the originator was with consciousness to change it. Then then we can let it go because it's not even ours. You know, you were talking about, oh, you know, there's just the kind of that, that excitement or that nervous before the show. And it's like, how many people in the world have that nervousness before they do something like this that we tap into and then we automatically say, well, it's ours. It's happening in my body. It must be mine. Absolutely. <clears throat> Let me give you a quick, perfect example. 
couple of months ago, I go to the gym. And, uh, you know, when you walk inside of a gym, there's a ton of judgments inside of a gymnasium. I mean, you know, you're walking through it, and sometimes you're picking them up, and sometimes you're not. So I sign up for what's called a Zumba class. Have you ever seen these things, Glenys? No, but I would love to see you doing Zumba. (laughs) So I walk in the door, and I'm going like, all right, Chris, we're going to do this. I don't know what we're going to do, but we're going to do it. Sounds fun. Of course, the the picture on the wall shows these people, and they're kind of dancing and having fun. So I'm like, okay, got to go do this. So I walk up to the door, and, of course, the judgment's already starting. Oh, my gosh, Chris, you're not in that good of shape, and you're pushing 40, this, that, and the other. What's going to happen? I fling open the door. Here's a dozen women sitting in front of me about to start this Zumba class. (laughs) So you can imagine that. Holy man! Now I got to, you know, oh, now I got to be the alpha dog, the big guy to do this, do that. I mean, the litany of judgments just wouldn't quit. So we get in here, we get started, and the music fires up. This gal gets up at the front. She's got a great big smile on her face. She's talking while she's moving at a hundred miles an hour. Like I mean, this lady is just moving like lightning. And I'm going, okay, Crit, you got to keep up here, man. You know, you got all these people looking at you, and you got to get your legs moving and your arms. You got to follow her, right? I mean, this lady was moving so fast. I've never seen someone's butt jiggle that fast in my life without having, you know, it just, it was almost like it was going to vibrate right off the poor gal. And so we get done this class. And of course, at the end of it, I'm saying, well, geez, I don't know if I did a good job. And of course, the judgments start all over and over again. But at the end, you know, I just said to myself, you know what, man, you survived. You did it. And that's the thing that I want to, maybe it's the point of my story is to say, on the other side of judgment is we get to have an experience. And if we don't, put those judgments and just say, sit down for a minute, judgment. I'm going to go do this. I would never did Zumba in my life. I didn't know anything about it, but I thought it would be fun. And you know what? It was fun. You know, for the first half of the class, I looked like a fawn trying to walk for the first time. Like, I mean, my arms were going everywhere. My legs were going everywhere. I mean, it was crazy. But at the end, I had a smile on my face. I got, an, I got some exercise. I felt great. But that's the thing that the judgments keep us from doing experiences, and that's how we live. If we're living, we're living experientially. Like, we don't live watching YouTube videos or sitting on the couch watching it on TV. We, learned, we, we live by doing it. And nature knows two things. Nature knows living, growing, or expanding, or it knows dying. And that's, to me, what judgment does to us. It's toxic. It just keeps us locked into place. It doesn't let us live and doesn't let us expand. It doesn't let us go out there and experience life. It keeps us down. It keeps us small. And it keeps us heavy and dense. Yeah, that that's such a great way to put it. Because how many, you know, even the listeners, myself, yourself, how many things have we stopped ourselves from trying or doing because we're not going to be the best one? I mean, I, I heard a story about a, a little girl, like four or five years old, who wanted to, to take um, ballet classes or something. And she wanted to her her parents to buy her private lessons before she went to the lesson because she wanted to be able to do it before she went to the lesson. <laughs> oh, man. You know, and it's like, wow, how crazy is that? And it, just, and it just breaks your heart. You know, you think to yourself, it's, as a society, we've got so much pressure on ourselves to make sure that we do it right or we don't make a mistake, because every night we flip on the news or flip on the, the Internet, and look, it's full of people that are making errors or mistakes or heavy judgments against people. So, of course, you know, we're sitting there saying, gosh, don't screw up, don't screw up, don't screw up, because what's everybody going to think? Or what's, you know, this is going to be lambasted all over the Internet, or, you know, what happens if I make this mistake? But if we all look back, and I'm going to challenge the listeners to look back through their lives for a minute and say, when was a time you made a mistake that at the time you thought was just going to, it just felt all-encompassing, like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this error just made, or this thing happened in my life? And then one, two, three years, we look back and say, thank goodness that happened. Or we say, 
look at the look at the learn that I learned from this situation or this this thing that happened. And nine times out of ten, that's when our greatest time for growth is. But when we're so afraid to make a mistake or so afraid of the judgments, it just keeps us locked in. And it keeps us usually locked in, as you said earlier, to somebody else's judgments or somebody else's stuff. Because basically, we've been taught it all. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I was just working with a client earlier, and what was so apparent was, you know, she was judging herself, but it was based on her family's judgments of her. So, you know, her her family was putting it onto her, and then she was using that judgment about herself. And really, when we looked at it from the, you know, from an energy space, it was about their way of controlling her. So, you know, they knew what to say to her that would really um, manipulate her into feeling bad and wrong, so then she would do what they wanted. And it's like, wow, I mean, how much of that do we do just to ourselves? Yep. <laughs> and then that we, we, we allow others to do that to us. And, and to me, it really is allowing others to do it. It's a choice. Now, sometimes it takes, you know, maybe an awareness from a friend or, you know, seeing a professional or whatever to get to realize it's a choice. You know, some yep. of the listeners out there, it's not about going to the wrongness of you, but it is recognizing everything in our life is a choice. So we can choose to judge ourselves or we can choose to be kind to ourselves and it's about in that moment catching it and saying, wow, you know, I like the question of what's right about this I'm not getting or what's right about me I'm not getting. And that's the one I was using last night. So it's like, wow, I'm, I, I'm listing off a million things that's wrong with me. I'm pretty sure I could find something right. So let's go that road. <laughs> well, that's the thing is we'll bend over backwards to do anything for anybody else. Like, if Lanice, you asked me to do a favor or something for you, it would be done. But when, when it comes to that kindness from within or to ask ourselves to do ourselves a favor, treat ourselves nice, you know, get some rest, maybe get some exercise, do the things that we need to do to, to feel good and maintain whatever that is for you. If that's reading a book, laying on the beach, um, you know, reading, reading the Bible, whatever it is for you, it's just giving yourself that permission to do that. And, and basically look at it and say, how can I make myself now my own best friend? Like, I asked this to a, a person one time. I said, would you speak to your friend like you ever spoke to yourself? And she looked at me and went very quiet and said, not in your life. I would never say the things I say to myself outwardly to somebody else. And, you know, that tells me a lot right there, you know, because we all do it. It wasn't just her. I mean, I'm guilty of it, and, and everybody else, maybe, that are listening in are guilty of it as well, is to say, you know, how do we treat ourselves? How do we talk to ourselves? And, uh, you know, that's, I'm hoping we can shed some light on that in our discussion today. That's for sure. Well, yeah, and I mean, it, I remember not that long ago, and I'm, most people that know me know that I, the beach, the ocean, lakes, anything like that is my number one. And so I made a new friend, and she maybe had 20 extra pounds, and I've got more than that from the society's point of view. And we were, you know, I was inviting her to my parents' cabin, and um, I said, you know, make sure to pack your 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 bathing suit because there you can swim in that lake and of course I'm so excited to share this amazing place with her and she's like oh I don't actually own a bathing suit I said oh okay well we'll go and get one like I just thought you know hers wrecked and she didn't hadn't replaced it she's like I haven't had one for 20 years and I stopped and I looked at her and I said what do you mean you haven't had a bathing suit in 20 years like that I don't compute (laughs) and she said no I will not go until I'm down you know I think her point of view was you know, 30 pounds or something, until I'm down there, I won't buy one and I won't go swimming, even though it's one of my most favorite childhood memories. 
And I remember in that moment looking at myself going, oh my goodness, well, I should stop doing it too. And I, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't look anything like her. And, and I went to all that craziness and I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> I am not stopping one of the most amazing things for me because my body may not be what society says it should be or because she's got body issues. You know, it is a real real awareness for me because in a lot of ways I have used that and, and kind of tapped into other people's judgments of themselves and projected them on myself. But that one was a real eye-opener to say, no, I'm not choosing that one. <laughs> and it's funny how the, when she started to mention it, it started to trip off yours immediately. And say, oh man, well maybe I shouldn't. Well, you know, what what about this situation? that should be, if it's this way for her, well maybe I should go that way. And we just want to instinctively, all of a sudden, look in the mirror and and start that whole same litany of judgments all over again, instead of saying, well, as you said earlier, Lisa, where's the choice here? Yeah. And to say, you know what, if this is one of your favorite things when you were younger, my gosh, look at how you're not being able to enjoy this now, years later, because of a judgment you have against yourself. And, you know, is there any freedom in that? You know, we live in, we live in Canada, you know, a, a country of freedom, but yet we were the ones that put these walls up and put ourselves in our own prisons. And we wonder why, you know, people are walking around frustrated, angry, peed off half the time. It's a matter of, you know, everyone's just walking around saying, I have, we have freedom, but yet again, we don't. We don't have it mentally. And a uh, fantastic example. Yeah, no, and it it really was an eye-opener for me to really see. And, I mean, of course, I just couldn't, like, I don't care what people think when they see me in a bathing suit. I'm doing what I love to do. But, yeah, so, you know, let's, I'm just going to do a little bit of access. We're just coming up to a break here, but I'm going to do a little bit of a clearing. So all the stuff that we've been talking about for anybody up there, out there that's kind of been brought it's brought up energy or stuff for you. Um, will you destroy and create all of that? And if you will, just say yes, and I'll run the right, wrong, good, bad, online, pod, poc, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And that's on www.theclearingstatement.com. It just basically erases the energy. So we're going to head to a break, and we'll be right back with more from Chris Hassel. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Are you curious about entities? Have you always wondered if you have a special gift with entities? Join me, Glenice Hughes, in this phenomenal two-day class. Gifts, talents, and capacities with entities. It will assist you in expanding and exponentializing your awareness and mastering your communication with entities. I will be taking this class around the world. I will be in Winnipeg, July 2013, Lloydminster, September 2013, Ireland, April 2014. And if you would like to host me in your city, please contact me. I would love to hear from you. For more information, go online at www.glen. Yce.net. Would you like to change the impossible in your life to possible? Book a one-to-one infinite possibility session with myself, Glenice Hughes, and I will invite you to access all your magic and possibilities beyond what you could have ever imagined possible. 
Is now the time to create a life beyond anything you've ever imagined? This session is available over the phone, in person, and using Skype. For more information on this session or any of the others that I offer, please go online to www.glenyce.net. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. To find out more about Glenice and our program, please visit www.glenice.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So, oh, again, so honored to have Chris part. As part of this, uh, right now there isn't much on his webpage, but there is going to be soon, so you may want to write it down, www.chrishassel.com, and Hassel is H-A-S-S-A-L-L, and it's also on the guest profile on my Voice America page if you want to check it out. So. Big stuff, awesome. in the fall, big stuff, big stuff, big stuff. Oh, how does it get any better? And I, you know what, listeners, I don't even know what it is. So, you know, I'm, I'm sitting on the edge of my chair too. So maybe, maybe, maybe we'll know sooner. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> the evil, evil laugh from Chris. I like surprises. So, absolutely. <laughs> oh gosh. So Chris, what do you think? Like, what is the, what is the way that you use or one of the best ways that you use to get out of that self-judgment? Great question. I was I was considering this this morning on my drive in. I said to myself, <clears throat> you know, okay, Chris, you know, what are you using here? And one of the simplest tools I could use because I like simple. I don't like this is the eighteen steps to inner peace, or this is the nine <laughs> steps to feeling good about yourself, or here's the twelve step program to feeling good. I don't have time to fly to India to sit in a cave and meditate to feel good about myself. I just don't. I run a full time real estate practice. My my beautiful wife and I have three kids. We're busy people. So, you know, we got to have stuff that's simple and easy to use, and I can do it now. So, number one, when I feel that self-judgment coming on, or maybe a, what I call a tape where I've got something rolling in my head saying, oh, you know, uh, you're looking kind of bloated in the mirror today, Chris, I want a big stop sign to come up in every, on all the listeners' minds. Big red stop sign, just stop. Stop it right there. That's number one. And, and just the simple thing, just say stop. Number two, what else is possible here? What other choices do I have? Because if we can stop that consciously and say, this is not working for me, what else is possible? What other choices do I have right now rather than going down this old broken record of telling myself I'm standing in front of the mirror and I'm carrying too much weight? Okay, my choices might be I could do a happy dance. Uh, my choice might be I could put on a nice set of mu- or a, a beautiful piece of music and try to pump myself up. I might do a silly dance. I might laugh. I might put on a YouTube video that puts me in a better mood and say, let's just break the cycle here. And number three, choose it. As Nike says, just do it. And it could be as simple as something to just say, I'm choosing a different thought. I'm going to, choo- I'm going to think about a, uh, a nice set of flowers that maybe uh, I got from my wife earlier, or I'm going to think about a happier time. I'm going to think about you know, a time in my life when I laughed so hard that you know, water came out my nose because I was laughing at something. But it's in the choice that gives us the power. 
because in the power is really in the now. And if we can say, uh-uh, I'm not going down this road right now. I'm going to say, what else is possible? Or what other choice do I have? Pick a choice consciously. Choose it and do it. It could be a thought. It could be an action. It could be a feeling. It could be an emotion. It could be walking out and buying yourself a new watch or a diamond ring. doesn't matter to me. But it's time to break this cycle of insanity that we all loop in every day and loop and loop and loop. So simple and easy. Stop it. Big red stop sign in your mind. Pretty easy. Two, what else is possible here? Three, choose it. And just like Nike, just do it. That is very simple and very easy. And if I had to add on a fourth just quickly, celebrate. Mm -hmm. Celebrate the fact that you caught it and did something different and made a choice. Maybe that's call a friend. Maybe that's pat yourself on the back. Maybe that's book a spa day. I don't care. Celebrate. Let's have a positive reinforcement behind this and say, yeah, it's all about me, baby. And you know what? I'm worth it. And enough of this judgment, we're choosing different. Yeah. No, that, that's great because it really is, it, it really can just be that simple. And even when, you know, there's been times that I've worked with people and even with myself where I've done the self-judgment, it's almost like from a place of punishment. You know, it's, it's almost like I set myself up so then I can judge myself. And that, I mean, that to me is the utmost of nuts. <laughs> <laughs> well, how many times, you know, in your practice, Glenice, or, you know, I've dealt with clients for 20 years and handling one of the most emotional-filled, you know, situations in life when they buy real estate is, you know, it's, well, I can't choose because of this happened. Or I can't do that, you know, oh, that's easy for you to say, Chris, you can choose, but, you know, you didn't have the childhood I did. Or, you know, oh, I could never do that because my wife would never let me or my husband. It's like to say, well, in this moment, you can empower yourself to choose, and then you can teach yourself that you have total power and total freedom. And I can't get any more powerful or put underline and parentheses around that and say, that is where your power and your choice and your freedom all is, is right in that minute. And if you can grasp that just for a second, it doesn't matter what your childhood was. It doesn't matter what happened to you. It doesn't matter what your story is because people, we always get caught up in the story. Oh, I can't choose that because you know what? My fifth grade teacher told me I was stupid. So guess what? I can't be anything in my life because I'm stupid. Well, that means your fifth grade teacher is in control of your life. Enough. It's time to see the stop sign. It's time to say, this is my life. I'm choosing for me. Yeah. And, you know, one thing I talk about in classes and sessions, and you and I have talked about it, is that when somebody says something like that, you know, the fifth grade teacher, you're stupid, it always has to do with them. It's never about us. And it's the same as us. If we say something or we judge somebody else, it's our stuff. It's not, it's not the truth of that person. But for some reason, we take that on, especially, you know, especially people that are sensitive and I, I know both you and I are and probably most of the listeners when when you're sensitive like that and somebody I know for me I can even somebody can look at me in a way that I'll be like oh my gosh what did I do what did I say oh I shouldn't have sat there I shouldn't have you know blew my nose whatever it might yeah. be <laughs> and it's just this like you say it then has control over us and let instead of going wow it's really cool that that person's quite pissy today interesting <laughs> And really, absolutely, because we become the world's emotional punching bags. You know, we as sensitive people, we walk around and say, oh, you feel bad about me? Pooh. Oh, that feels, oh, now I feel you're hurt. Oh, yuck. So eventually you get to the point where you say, I don't want to feel this anymore. So you either try to shut it off or you, you keep dealing with it. And, and to give you some tools to be able to deal with it, at least we'll have it so you're not shutting yourself off, which in turn shuts off your receiving. Because in the end of the day, 
it would be like to tell you saying you can't be you can't be in two places at once. You can't be in in judgment of yourself or have other people being in judgment of you, as well as being in receiving. You know, one can't be in in context with the other. It's like trying to be happy and sad at the same time. Yeah, and it just it just doesn't work. If you're in one, you're in one. Yeah, and it's really you know one of the greatest um, awarenesses I had again through studying access consciousness was having that knowing that I can receive somebody's judgment. You know, somebody can walk up to me and say you're so bad and you're horrible. I don't have to defend it. I don't have to make them wrong for saying it. I just don't have to buy that it's true. You know, it's like, oh, okay, cool. That that's interesting point of view that you have that point of view about me, yeah. and and let it be instead of you know in the past I would have one made it really real about me, and then two been really mad at them or really hated them or you know had some really funky energy. Instead of now, I can be really with the awareness of wow, that's where they're functioning from. It's about them. I know it's not about me. So yeah. cool. And that's so freeing to say that because all of us are walking around saying it's all about us. You know, it's just, oh, somebody said this morning I look fat in my pants. Oh, now the whole day shot. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, I, I got to go to diet. I got to do this. And, oh, terrible me. And, and I, was, I was the same. You know, when you're living from the exterior, I always lived and breathed by what my clients were saying about me. You know, and I, trust me, I'd give my absolute all to, to a client to make sure that they were guided in the right direction, protected at the house that they love. But it's sometimes an expense to me. Because if they didn't approve with what I did, I took that as a judgment, and I was cru—I just crucified myself at times. And uh, that's the tough part is, you know, is we're, when we're really open and, and feeling creatures as we are, it can really take us down. Yeah. How do you, how do you work with your, with your kids about self-judgment? Does it come up in your guys' conversations? or? Absolutely. You know, and we've got uh, our oldest is 16, middle 14, youngest is 8. And, it, you know, it comes up a ton because when we're talking to them, you know, especially in those teen years, you know, everybody wants to fit in. Everybody wants to be with the cool kids or the cool kids. And, you know, it's a matter of just if, if we tell them, say, guys, just please be yourself. You know, being you is what this world needs, not you acting like someone else to try to get approval so you can feel good about yourself. Because at the end of the day, if you don't feel good about you, you know, <laughs> it's a long life. We've got too many people walking this earth that are pissed off and grouchy because they don't feel good about themselves, and you know, they, don't, they may want to be here, they may not. So when you talk to the kids, you say, kids, just please be you. And if that's quirky, that's great. If that's quiet, that's great. If that's caring, fine. If that's energetic and outlandish, that's okay. But when we start to put the cap on ourselves, this is where I, begin, this is where I think as children, as we talked about earlier, we start to cap ourselves off from our naturally flowing energies and our naturally flowing personalities, per se. And when we cap them, you know, I, I kind of think to my, my head, it'd, it'd be like a, people are walking around like a shook can of beer. <laughs> like, they're all capped up and, and they're <laughs> shook and they're just ready to explode. You know, next thing you know, someone's up in the bell tower trying to shoot people down below. Or, you know, or they do crazy outlandish things because they're, they're, they're so capped and bottled up from being themselves that they can't. And then when it comes bursting out of them, it just explodes out of them. And, uh, you know, I, I use that mental picture for impact, but it's like, you ever, you ever open a shook can of beer, it goes all over the place. So, <laughs> it, uh, so with the kids, it's like, guys, you know what? You are each an individual, you know, there's no one else in the world like you. So please just be you. There are things in this world we have to learn, to, you know, to be safe and stuff like that, but that's still working within the laws of the reality. Just to be them is the true gift. And the more... Even yourself, Cleese, and working with access and other fund- fundamentals that we've done and people that we've learned from. It's just the more I come back to saying, hey, the gift is to be me. 
And you know what? If I can't feel good about that, no one from the outside is going to give me any sort of pat in the back that's going to replace that. Yeah. Yeah, and it really is, for me anyway, um, I don't know if journey is the right word, but a, a daily exploration. Like, it's not like, oh, here I am, here's me. It's yeah. like every day I get to to choose to be me, whatever that might look like that day in that moment. And like you said, it's through experiences that then I know, oh, yeah, I do like to skydive. Or actually, no, that wasn't fun for me, so I don't have to choose that again. <laughs> you know, and, and using different experiences to then really be me without saying it has to be a set thing. Because often people will say to me, like, well, I don't know who I am. Well, yeah, because... Because right now you're you're really trying to fit in a box. But what if you try something new once a day or once a week, and really allowed yourself to explore what else is possible out there, not based on what your family says is right or what your friends say is right or right or society, but really on on what works for you. Well, absolutely, and we all come into this world gifted in so many ways. Like everyone says, well, find your one passion or find your one thing you're good at. I say I want to find five thousand things I'm good at. <laughs> And 5,000 things I find fun. And that's even putting a cap on it. I want to find it an infinitum. Like, keep it coming. If it's fun, it's exciting, and it's engaging for me, and I enjoy doing it, cool. Even if I went to Zumba and I'm horrible at it, if I enjoyed it, what's the wrong in that? My wife was looking in through the glass, and she said, Chris, you were kind of fumbling all over the place. And I said, cool. Like, <laughs> but I had yeah. fun, and I got some exercise. So the rest was just, you know, if people had a judgment against me, so what? Yeah. Yeah, and that really is such, you know, that in my own in my own life I've seen where being willing to mess it up, being willing to be wrong, being willing to um, you know, say fuck on the radio, whatever it might be. All of that. Oh, it was supposed to be fudge, right? Right. Sorry. <laughs> Saying fudge on the radio, all of that what that does for people around me is inspires them to try things. I don't mean inspires them to say fudge on the radio, but uh-huh. inspires them to try things. Cause it's like, well, you know, she did it. So maybe I could try it. Maybe, maybe it's not so bad or, you know, maybe it's not the exact same thing, but there's something with it that, you know, wow, she did that. And I, you know, I would have said that's impossible. So now I'm going to go try this. Absolutely. <clears throat> and that's the, you're right. Because it's not about, well, here's the, here's the things that work for my life, Clint, so you should go do these five things. It'll work exactly for your life. Well, no, I mean, I'm going to go out and do the things that I like and enjoy, and I'm going to try these things. And if people around me seeing, see me having fun and see me enjoying myself or seeing me in a place of non-judgment, and you can, I'm going to get your two cents in a minute, but isn't that just a pure energy that just flows out of people? Now, they're, they're a rarity to find. I wish there was more of them, but when, when somebody's in non-judgment of themselves, they carry an aura that is just, it's just like flies, you know, moths to a flame. Yeah. And if we can get more of that in the world, that will synergistically carry out and carry out and carry out. And then people can just be themselves. People can just be who they are, not who they're meant to be, who they choose to be. I hear that all the time. Oh, I'm meant to do this or I'm meant to do that. Well, who does that belong to? We talked about yeah. it earlier on the call. Who does that belong to? Is that the father, the mother, the teacher, the preacher? Who does that belong to? Like if I want to define myself by what people have always told me I'm good at or what I should do or what I shouldn't do, that's not my choice. And as we discussed earlier, choice is where the freedom's at. Choice is where the power's at. I could go home tonight and say, I'm going to eat 14,000 calories for supper. Might be a little much, but that's my choice. 
You know, I could go home and not eat supper at all. So it's the empowerment of saying, I don't know if I want to eat three squares a day. I, want, I might want to eat five times a day at little bites, little increments, but it's my choice. Huge yeah. difference. Yeah, it is. And, you know, earlier we'll, you and I went to the same workshop in Calgary there, and one of the exercises that the, the instructor did for us was she stood on stage and she asked us to, um, to judge her. So she just stood there, you know, and said, judge her. And which was like awkward to begin with, but she's like, no, you guys, come on, come on. So we, we did, and just in our mind, like we didn't shout it out or anything. And then she said, and she didn't change a thing. She just opened her mouth and said, okay, now judge me. And we actually couldn't. Like I, I, it, was, it was literally where I could not get the sentences out of my, in my head. It was the weirdest thing. And I just looked at her and I said, what did you do? Like I was so enthralled with how she had went from one minute I could judge her very easily in my mind to the next I couldn't even finish my sentence. Mm-hmm. And what she had done differently is she had dropped her barriers. And so oh. barriers are these walls that we have up that say, okay, am I good enough? Or I better look like this, or I better be perfect, or, you know, you can't get through to me, or, you know, just that really defense energy where when she dropped them, she let them all go, we couldn't judge her. So, I mean, that's really all we have to do for ourselves is drop our barriers and then there's no judgment there. You know, they might, a person may still try or whatever, but who cares the energy. And then like you say, when I'm choosing that, then it might invite you to choose it. And it might invite somebody else to choose it, which then invites somebody else. It's like that ripple when you throw a stone in the water. And I mean, I don't expect it would take many of us choosing that consistently all day long (laughs) to really be the change in the world that we're speaking of. Absolutely, and we, we feel, I better be quick here, we feel like we have to be guarded all the time because the world's coming at us. Now, when we guard, we, we shut out the bad and we shut out the good, and that's the tough part. And when her barriers were down and she was just letting those, those judgments come at her, and more than likely, if you want to picture her mentally, just pass right through her. Yes. And she just became cheesecloth all of a sudden. She was like, everything just passed right on through, and nothing stuck. And the only time you have a judgment hurt you is when it sticks. So yeah. you can sidestep them, you can let them pass through whatever you want, but uh, yeah, she, she, you become then, you become, as I said, like the Michelin man, you know, where stuff just either bounces off, like, boom, or <laughs> stuff goes right on through, and you're just like, nothing can hurt me, because I'm the Michelin yes. man, you know. So it's, yeah. it, it's kind of a neat way, just in your mind, and kind of a fun way to do it, saying, nothing's going to stick. Like, I might be yeah. Teflon Don, nothing sticks, or whatever you want to say in your own mind, so... Well, we're going to talk more about this in a moment. We're just going to go to break, and uh, we'll be back soon. Cool. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Would you like to change the impossible in your life to possible? Book a one-to-one infinite possibility session with myself, Glenice Hughes, and I will invite you to access all your magic and possibilities beyond what you could have ever imagined possible. Is now the time to create a life beyond anything you've ever imagined? This session is available over the phone, in person, and using Skype. For more information on this session or any of the others that I offer, please go online to www.glnc.ca. 
E-N-Y-C-E dot net. Are you curious about entities? Have you always wondered if you have a special gift with entities? Join me, Glenice Hughes, in this phenomenal two-day class, Gifts, Talents, and Capacities with Entities. It will assist you in expanding and exponentializing your awareness and mastering your communication with entities. I will be taking this class around the world. I will be in Winnipeg, July 2013, Lloydminster, September 2013, Ireland, April 2014. And if you would like to host me in your city, please contact me. I would love to hear from you. For more information, go online at www.glenyce.net. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenise Hughes. To find out more about Glenice and our program, please visit www.glenice.net. That's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So again, I just want to invite you to our YouTube station, uh, Chris and Glenice Live and Uncentered. If you're not able... <laughs> I did it again, Chris. Censored, Live and Uncensored. Censored. Yes, we are definitely uncentered, but the show is called Uncensored. Oh my goodness, that is bizarre. Anyway, um, if you can't find it on YouTube, you can email Chris or myself, uh, Chris at ChrisHassel.com and uh, Glenice at Glenice.net, and would love to have you come and subscribe. We're going to be posting different who knows what whenever we get them up there, so would love to have you as part of that. Uh, we wow. are going to go where very few places uh, or very few people <laughs> would be willing to go. So I, uh, I guarantee you, the next time you tune in, it'll be worth your while. So let's. Yeah, yeah, that's one thing. And I mean, we never really talked about how we came up with this, Chris, but it was, um, Chris is also a realtor for the Center of Possibilities. So, and we've known each other for years and uh, we took a class, I think, last year and we just started talking and realized that we can talk about anything and everything. There's no boundaries. There's no limits. Uh, we will say it if it needs to be said. And we have a lot of fun and a lot of laughs doing it. So we kind of came up with the idea of doing these shows, whatever that was going to look like. And, yeah, it just actually all kind of came together on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a whap. Here it is. Rock and roll. All right. Talk about living in the magic of possibilities. And this is how easy it is. If you go to our YouTube channel and, and watch our intro video, first take, right out of the hammer, unedited, boom, there you go. That's how easy it is. So, Yeah, and the, I mean, that's, that's it. We didn't, I, I edited very little, only me turning on the camera, there, you know, just because just I was standing in front of it to sit down. Otherwise, that was just pure Chris and I, and that's just the way there will be no editing because we're totally uncentered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
awesome. Off center, off balance. So, I'm not sure how to describe this, but anyways, it's, it's all good. Off our medication, maybe that's what I should off, say. So That's what it should be called, off our medication. <laughs> uh, you know, so before break, Chris, we were talking about when we don't have our barriers up, we don't have our defenses up, then everything will literally go through us. You know, it's just an energy. Yeah. And it's it's just using that. I know for myself, when, I, when I'm when i requesting my barriers to be down, I mean, it kind of sounds funny, but it's in my head because I'm visual. Yeah. I just imagine all of my clothes dropping off. Like that just, that's just barriers down. I'm standing in front of the person totally naked, totally willing to receive whatever it is they're going to give me, whether they want to give me love and adoration or they want to give me, you know, hatred and, and anger. I'm just, I'm just there wide open for whatever it is because I know it has nothing to do with me. Even the, the love and adoration has nothing to do with me. Well, I've got a, you know, mine's not near that exciting. <laughs> I just saw fence <laughs> dropping down, but I mean, clothes dropping off people. I mean, it's a, <laughs> I, <laughs> I got to go to the replay, listen to that again, just so I can use that one. There you go. So. Oh, I should not have talked about clothes dropping off with Chris. Here that's we go. The, yeah, that's the great part about radio. I could tell you that I have no pants on right now, and I, you couldn't verify that. So there you go. It's all good. <laughs> Personality for TV and a face for radio. That's me. There you go. So you're right when you when you walk when you watch everybody walk around, you know, or, or I, I love to watch people when they drive, you know. And I probably should be paying attention to the road more, but when you're watching people drive, you know, not many people, you know. I always wave, usually, you know, pretty friendly Albertan slash Saskatchewan ease. I mean, right on the border here, but I mean, it's funny how most people are just gripping that wheel like it's they're gonna like they're milking a cow almost. It's just like and they got their teeth gritted and they're swearing and honking horn and this that and the other. It's just, they walk around in a constant state of just, I don't know, turmoil, I guess I want to call it. And uh, I had a speaker one time that tell me, he said, we're the only creature in nature that gets born into its environment completely confused. Like, everything else that walks around the planet, whether it be, you know, the, the geese in the sky or the deer in the, in the meadow or whatever, they're totally at peace with their environment. You know, they know two things. They know, you know, peace, contentment, ease, joy, glory, or they know uh, fight or flight. We walk around in a constant state of fight or flight every single day with our barriers up, not willing to receive, scared about being judged, and we're just, we get completely shut off. And I'm sure you have clients that come to you and say, you know, you know I'm, I hurt so bad I just can't feel anymore. Oh, gosh. You know, and probably if you had a time. nickel for every time you heard that, I mean, you and I, you know, you wouldn't be working anymore. So, <laughs> it's one I of would. The, it would just be from a beach in Mexico, Chris. <laughs> That's absolutely in right. In my bathing suit. So, you know, when you say barriers down, barriers down, barriers down, you know, even saying that, it just gives my, it, it gives my being an ease to it, my body an ease to it, just to say, you know what, whatever can be, it can pass through. I don't need this to stick. And, you know, you're so right in saying that when Blossom gave us that example, is to say, this is what you make of it. If you make the judgment real, it will stick, and it will stick you, and it will harm you. To the point of, you know, as I said, we see people that are, you know, unhappy, medicated, and in some cases, and, and I hate to tell, I hate to say this, but you know, some some people either attempting or taking their own lives because they get to a point of either utter frustration or being closed off so bad they can't feel, they just feel there's no way out, and really, there's no choice in that. There is absolutely no choice in that. Yeah, and it is, and I, I really see us being, you know, like you say, you're born into this environment, and it's 
it's it's from the crazy you know it's not that it has to be this way and i i really experience it shifting and changing in many ways we still have a ways to go but mm-hmm. you know there there is that space now of a little bit more possibilities of people being a little bit kinder of being at least maybe a little bit more aware and i wonder you know cuz really when we're born we're we're totally aware and if 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 the environment we were born into was maybe a little bit kinder a little bit softer um, and I don't just mean with our parents, but just just this this the the earth in general, um, you know that that may shift also too. And I you know for people now right now, I love those those steps that you gave for for us to follow and just really say stop it, like stop it. And I remember this was a couple of years ago, and and my sister and I were discussing different tools we used and different techniques. And my mom was sitting there, and she she just looked at us, and sure her eyes looked really tired, and she said. I just can't think that much. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll start with one tool and we'll work from there. There you go. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and maybe for some people it really isn't a big issue, you mm-hmm. know, if you're not sensitive or whatever. And I think for some people they just don't know there's another choice. They just assume that that, that litany of self-judgment day in and day out of how much they suck and how horrible they are and yeah. how crappy life is, is just normal. That's just the way everybody lives. And, and you spoke to it earlier that that's where my meter kind of, my judgment meter kind of goes off. Because when you hear people go on a rampage and this, or, you know, oh, you used to see that person, this is what they do. And, and you know, you used to see a, how heavy they are, or how they treat their wife, this, that, and the other. And they go off on a, a litany of judgments is I know automatically that that's going internal as well as external. That's the first flag. So, I mean, as you said earlier, Glenn, when someone, let's say, you know, has a judgment towards me and says, okay, Chris, you look fat in your pants. You know, usually nine times out of ten, they wouldn't be noticing that if they didn't already feel it already. And that's where, are they really talking to me? Or are they really trying to get a dig at me? Or are they really trying to talk to themselves? Yeah. And if you and then when you use that stop sign, sometimes you go, stop. Is this person really talking to me? Or are they just whining about something they see within themselves that they don't like? Yeah. That could be your choice right there. Who does this belong to? Mm-hmm. What else is possible? Yeah, as you said, you know, what about me am I not getting? Yeah. What if these things that I am judging are my greatest gifts that if I could bring them to the world would make the world a better place? And I'm telling myself day in and day out, it's a wrongness. What if the wrongness in me could be a strongness in me? And I, yeah. and I can't stress that enough because we sit around telling ourselves that we don't do this right, and we don't do that right, and we're too heavy or we're too thin or we're too tall or we're too short or whatever the case might be. We don't make enough money. Well, at the end of the day is to say, what all, when this stuff if it was to stop, to say, you know, my height and weight or my physical appearance, what if that is a strongness of mine, not a wrongness? Because last I, last I checked, when I looked on the internet or in the news, there wasn't a template of someone that says, this is what the perfect human's supposed to do, <laughs> act, be, or look like. Have you found it yet? Uh, you know what? I, I'm pretty sure I've um, really, really searched for it, but no, I haven't. And really, you know, that, that brings such a good point, because then we know that it's based on the people around us or society. And it's like then really, who are we living for, if we're basing it on that? And and again, I'm not making those people wrong for doing that, because we still get to choose whether we let it affect us or not, or whether we create our day around it or not. Um, but it's recognizing that, 
you can be an inspiration by choosing what works for you and being you. Some people will love it and, and be inspired by it, and some people will try to bring you down. And so be it. You know, barriers down, barriers down, barriers down, and let that stuff go through you. And then, like you say, then we can just be who we choose to be. I loved when you said that, Chris. You get to be who you choose to be, and you can change it every day. Absolutely. Well, let's say every day, every minute, every second of every day. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's constantly at our disposal. It's just, it's always here. So if you, if, you know, and I'm going to, I know we're, we're winding down on time, but just say, if I could do one thing today, is to say to you, for every judgment you have, is to be able to, rep- is to be able to say, for every judgment I have, I have the same exact amount of choices. Hmm. Because if you look at it that way, that gives our freedom back. No one's yes. in control. It doesn't matter if I was beaten, abused, raped, stomped, horrifically treated when I was a kid, adult, doesn't matter. Whatever, whatever bad thing has happened to me, if I let that rule the day, it's in control. I'm not in charge. I have no choice. Or if, if we get back to that and just to say, okay, this thing happened, I'm judging it as horrible, and it's terrible what happened, but if I keep judging it, it keeps me locked in it. And I said earlier about people get caught up in the story. You know, when people come to see me, sometimes I'll just cut right to the chase and say, okay, hang on, that's the story. What's the truth here? What's the deal? What do we got to choose here to make this better? Because the story just keeps us in the spin. So for every judgment we have from others or ourselves, there's a choice attached. Do we let it stick? Do we let it coast off? Do we, what are we going to do with it? Yeah. And if we can stay in that, that's where the freedom lies. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. So everything that this show brought up for all you listeners, if there's any heaviness, will you destroy and uncreate all that? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pod, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And really, you know, go back and, and listen to this again. Those steps are so simple and so easy. And know that you always, always, always have a choice. Always, always have a choice. And, uh, wow, thank you so much, Chris, for coming on and sharing your, your wisdom. My unique look at the world. Thank you. Thank you so much <laughs> for having me. I mean, this, I love doing stuff like this. This is, this is fantastic. So I sure appreciate the opportunity. Awesome. Well, you're so welcome. And, uh, yeah, be sure to check out our YouTube because we will definitely be talking a lot about fudge on there. Stuff. <laughs> Profanity, fun stuff, judgment. You, get, you and I get to dig up people's judgments and talk about stuff that's crazy. I know. And, yeah, how does it get any better? So thank you so much, listeners. I'm so grateful to each and every one of you. Please feel free to drop me a line if you have suggestions for shows or just want to say hi. I would love to hear from you. Thanks again, and we will talk to you next week. Thank you again for joining us. Living in the Magic of Possibilities can be heard every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please join Glenise Hughes for another edition of our program next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericaempowerment.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 